If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, June 21st. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today I am, oops, sorry. Today, today I'm, I'm hitting the microphones. You are not used to these. I know, it's different stands. Uh, today I am grateful that our remote studio, office studio sounds good. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for a healthy baby. We went and had an ultrasound, our first ultrasound for this pregnancy yesterday. And we found out that I'm due February 8th, which was exciting, um, which is within a week of my birthday. Right. And, was, and Ellie arrived within a week of my birthday. Yeah. Pretty funny. So we have birthday babes and we got a very early heartbeat, which was super exciting. And we weren't expecting to get that today. And my doctor said that when they're strong, like sometimes you will see them early. We didn't hear any. Great. We didn't hear anything. We, it was just the. Um, we did the, ask though. The little zaps. We were like, like, "Can we hear it?" And she's like, "No, no, it's not." <laughs> um, I don't even know at this point if there's anything to hear. It's just the. Well, our doctor said that I think the babies this little aren't supposed to. Like feel, feel the ultrasound waves or something. Yeah, it's not good for them. So. We didn't hear it, but we saw it and we got pictures. It, it just it just like a little blinking light. We were in a little bit of a funny situation. First of all, Jeff was like dancing around the room. Like you do this thing when you have nervous energy where you kind of like sway your legs back and forth. Yeah. You were doing that. And then the seats that your guest is supposed to sit in is like right at the end of the stirrups. And Jeff was not okay. I didn't want to, I wanted to see what was on the screen. I didn't want to see how we got what was on the screen. Right. Is that just like a little too close for you? I just didn't want to see it. I just did not want to see that. And it was a bit of a smaller room Mm -hmm. than uh, the only other time that I've been around for an early ultrasound was the very, very first pregnancy. And that room was very big. That room was was, huge. was almost, I, I think it. There may even been a, a love seat or a couch in there. You can like run laps yeah. in that room. And this room was just a closet with an ultrasound machine and a sink. So Jeff moved to my head, probably wisely. And we got to see the baby who is growing so healthy and strong so far, which is great. And what else? It's size, just, size of a blueberry. I cried. You cried. Um... There's really nothing to report, which I think is good news when you're growing a baby. Yeah. She wrote down some stuff for Callie to take in in case, because Callie woke up yesterday feeling barfier than she had ever felt. Well, okay. The full truth on that is that I woke up fine. And then I started uh, doing Pilates because I do Pilates every day. And I was doing like twists where I was, you know, I was just twisting so much in a direction that my body was like, you're going to puke. Don't twist this way. So (laughs) that was that. I'm really very relieved and very grateful. And yay. Yay. I'm excited that you got to come and you got to watch it because you didn't get anything with Ellie. Now Now we'll go back in two weeks. I feel great about this and optimistic and encouraged and excited and all of the good words. Um, but I will be excited when we get to, so we have one more ultrasound with the IVF clinic or whatever Mm -hmm. it's called. 
company. What's it called? Our fertility doctor. Office, the fertility mm -hmm. office uh, in two weeks. And then your first ultrasound with that's normal, regular, that everybody would have is two weeks after that. That's the one where I think I'll go, woof. Yeah. Because of what we, you know, because of the, the timing of the very first pregnancy. But I'm so excited. Yeah. Today is the first day of spring, which uh, is the longest day of the year. The first day of spring? Yeah. And it makes me... Hold on. Can we, can we say that again? Today... Is the first day of spring? Of summer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> today is the first day of summer, and it's the longest day of the year. Mm. Which seems so too early. I feel like the longest day of the year should be 4th of July. And then we should, that's when the, I know it's only two weeks away, but uh, every day from this point on is going to get shorter. Yeah, that is a bummer. I don't know. I think where I grew up in upstate New York, people just got out of school a week ago. And now, oh, yeah, you guys were really late. Yeah, we would always go back to school after Memorial Day. Down here in the South, nobody's We go, still like, we're out in early May in the South, and we start early to mid-August. And I feel like last some, year- Some schools are starting in Ju July. July. That, to me, should be outlawed. Yeah. Outlaw that. Unless you're doing one of those full- No, but I just schedules. mean for people that have regular schedules for the year, people were telling us that their kids were going to back to school in July, and I say no. Hard no to that. You know what else I'm saying hard no to? The sub, what are you, what are, it's not a submarine. Yeah, it's a submarine. No, it's not a submarine. Well, they call it a submersible. A submersible. But it's a submarine that takes incredibly rich people to the wreckage of the Titanic and it's gone. They lost it. Now, I feel like I should give a disclaimer and I feel okay saying this, by the way, because my DMs were blowing up about it yesterday. But I really feel horribly for the people that are in that. If you haven't read the news story, go take a second, like hit pause, go read the news story and then come back. Um, I think it is a horrible situation. I feel so terribly for their families. I'm going to say that first. Uh, the second thing I'm going to say is what the heck was anybody thinking? I mean. What the, I mean, come on. Now, I, I am... I, I don't really have an opinion on the super rich people doing super silly things. Like going to space. Yeah. Was it last summer or was it earlier this year when when Amazon got Jeff Bezos it was and last year. Richard Branson and Elon Musk or who somebody I felt like there was just a race to get to take tourists up. Yeah. You know, so you could see the curve of the earth. That's great. If you got that kind of money, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on that. But I, you also, it's also going to be really difficult to get sympathy out of me when something goes wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can't really feel too terribly, especially if you've watched any of the coverage of this submersible. There was a, the guy who invented it was bragging how it's controlled by a Nintendo wireless controller. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. It's a modified. Video like a PlayStation. Game. Yes, yeah. video game controller. I. If you're going to be 20,000 feet or however far it is under the ocean, I need more than what what I use to bump Mario's head on the coins. 
I need you know? so much more from right. every part of this story. First of all, because one of the guys, um, he went with his son, his 19 year old son, and he has a wife and daughter at home. If you're coming to me as a spouse and saying, hey, I have an idea, just want to float this by you that I'm going to do this. a really bad choice of words. Bad choice of words. I want to run this by you. Here's what I'm thinking about doing. My answer is absolutely not. You're not doing that. No. What can you give me to back up that that's a good idea? If I'm someone's spouse, I'm but pissed that on. they're doing it. And can, can let me I, finish that thought. But wait, hold on. Can I just throw a devil's advocate argument in there before you finish the thought? Is this just a higher budget version of buying a super crazy fast motorcycle or skydiving? I don't care what it is. It's stupid. It's... But, no, I think it's dumber than either of those things because there's laws and there's testing in place for those things to keep them regulated. Okay. You can't just decide. I, I, I mean, you fair. could. You're right. But there's regulations for skydiving. There's regulations for motorcycles. There's regulations for all these things. Right. And they've been through a certain amount of professional safety testing. That's, so valid. That's very right. fair. I would be okay with this if people were, if, you know, you're a scientist and your life's work is involving doing something of this. And you have tested this and run through it so many times that you're like, you know what? I'm willing to take on this as a sacrifice to my work. You marry that person, fine. You are willing to give that up, that's fine. It's your life's work. I don't understand the point of this. First of all, I think we should leave well enough alone. Like leave good enough alone. There's a reason that scientists don't go down there and they send robots and stuff down there. Right. Because people shouldn't be going down there. Right. Number one. You're, number, very, you're very passionate about this. Oh, I'm so this. angry about this. Number two, I could not even imagine sitting in there with the door open. If you haven't looked at pictures, go look at it. I would be so incredibly claustrophobic. Then they bolt you into it. So there's no way out. You said there's- Hard pass on that. 17 bolts. So when you get in there, they close the big metal door- Mm -mm. And then you hear them using a wrench to tighten 17 bolts. Yeah, no. What? No way. And there's this teeny tiny viewing window. It's not like the whole thing is glass, right? So it's very dark down there. They have some lights, but what are you actually going to see down there? And everything that you could want to see is on YouTube. But at this point, it, it, now anybody who does it is doing it as bragging rights. So they can say, I've been to the bottom of the ocean. I've been to the wreck of the Titanic. I will not understand that. Right. Unless you're doing it to improve. Like if you're studying marine conditions and the future of the earth and whatever, more power to you. Thanks for taking one for the team for all of us. This I don't understand. Like if you believe there's a fish that lives at the bottom of the ocean and that fish can cure cancer or, yes. or provide a remedy to the flu or- you know, address baldness or your, if your you hair will you grow, can, rub this fish on the top of your head, your hair will grow back. And, the, and you say, I could go down there and I could get that fish and I can make a gazillion dollars for my family because it's an anti-bald fish and everybody will buy it. If you have a cause or a purpose, I can stand behind your choices. I just really don't understand this. And I'm, you know, I, I gotta say, cause one of my girlfriends and I were texting back and forth about this yesterday. Um, as so far we are hearing that there are no women on board this because I don't think a woman would read that contract and be okay with signing it. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. I, I, and, uh, I do Such think a guy thing. I did not see this part of the story, but you saw an interview with the guy who invented it 
And he was pointing out how one part of it he got from Camping World. Yeah. The other part, you know, is the is the remote control is the video game controller. I, if I'm traveling to the bottom of the ocean, I don't want an even if you had to buy it at Camping World. I don't care if it's a bungee cord, right? And it doesn't matter where you buy it. I don't want to know that that's where you bought it. I want to assume that everything that you put on this came from NASA. NASA yes. or Boeing you know, or some company that invents metals that we haven't even as consumers heard of yet. Right. I. That's what I want. Even I don't know. And there's nothing that can come get you because stuff like this doesn't exist. So there is no way. I mean, even the Navy can't come and get you. They don't have vessels that can go deep enough with humans in it to come rescue you if something goes wrong. This could be the stupidest thing I've ever said out loud, but I, I, I am shocked they didn't have a rope or a chain tied to it. Maybe it wouldn't. <laughs> survive under that pressure. And I, I know, know the argument may perhaps the argument is even a, any chain that would be able to pull it back up would be too heavy to have on the boat. Cause it's like 13,000 feet. Right. That's That's very, very possible. Um, but it just seems like there would be a precaution against losing that misplacing it. And nobody's really talking about it. And who knows what the news is going to be because we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon. So so we could have either really, really great news and uh, fantastic news by the time this comes out or we could hear really tragic news. But I haven't seen a lot of people address what happens if if there was a breach, if there was a leak, that thing would just implode right. under the pressure uh -huh. of being that far underwater. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody's trying to be hopeful, but if it were me, that's what I would want to happen. For it to implode so you're not suffering. Yeah, because it would be instant. Yeah. I mean, it would just go boom and gone. Right. You're gone. You wouldn't even know. What happened. You wouldn't even have time to process what happened. Right. The thought of for six days or however much air they have, five days of being in that bolted shut thing while it it's sits horrible. on the bottom of the ocean. Hoping. Horrible. I mean, do you even have a sense of time that's passing? I don't think so. Complete darkness. If your batteries on all your devices would die. You're freezing cold. Oh God, that's all. okay. I did see there's a um, a Navy veteran on board with them. So if any, like if it, it does no good. No, but at least I don't know. It does no good. Yeah. Navy. What's he gonna do? He's bolted. He's not gonna do anything, but he has the training to what survive as long as he can and maybe help others. Do what? You're bolted into you're bolted into a metal coffin. This is the upside. I was just trying to <laughs> you're give looking, you something. You're looking for an upside? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna change the the tone of the show one thousand percent. Do it. Uh I found a list of trivial skills that people don't have to use anymore. These are predominantly from the nineties. I'm going to read some of these to you because they spoke to me. Like you remember them? Yes. I would like to know if they even, if they resonate with you at all. Okay. Okay. Um, for example, I can unknot curly telephone wires and get all the curls facing the right way and behaving themselves. You're asking if this resonates with you or you, if I. Do you even know how to do that? Do you know how to untangle 
A, do you even know what a curly telephone yeah, wire is? Yeah, no, 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 I definitely do. Did you ever have a phone on the wall in your house? We had a phone on the wall, but we didn't have a very long cord. So you would have to like stand there. Stand close to it? Yeah. Okay. Like in the kitchen while you were so talking. So we had a long cord and we you could walk into the living room, walk through the dining room, yeah. um, walk to the other side, walk to the kitchen sink, get yourself a glass of water. But after you did that, the thing would get tangled. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to untangle it? Do you hold it by the end and let it? Let it twirl? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I can cover a textbook with a brown paper bag. Yes. You know how I to can do, do that? that. Okay. Um, making paper fortune tellers. I don't remember how to do it, but I remember loving that. Um, could you do that now? I don't know. I would have I to Google the folds. I would have to Google how to do it. Um, Using your shoulder to hold a phone while you do something else. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellie will never know what that feels like. Have you ever had to wind a cassette tape using yes. a pencil? Yes, I have. You have? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is one that, w- w- I mean, Ellie's not old enough to, to do this, but if you have young kids and you have an old street map, Unfold it and see if they know how to fold it back up. I don't know how to fold it up. Well, you would know you would know to fold it in half once and then follow the creases, right? Well, in theory, yes. But I remember trying to fold up some of my dad's maps and I never could do it. Um, and setting up a VCR and record a telev- television program in advance. Do you remember? Did you ever have to do that? I did, but I don't remember how to do it. You have to make sure your clock is right on the VCR, right? You have to right? set the clock. It was not connected to the TV at all. So if you wanted to record whatever the show was that came on at 9 p.m., you would have to set your clock, and then you would set the VCR to record starting three minutes before. There had to be a tape in there. Mm-hmm. And you, I think, I'm almost certain, I know, I mean, obviously, because they're not connected, the TV would have to be on the channel that you wanted to record. Oh, yeah, right. Would it have to be on? Because I don't think it had to be on, but it had to be on the channel you wanted to record. Crazy. Skills and talents and gifts that Ellie will never have. Little Spoon is a company that has been in our life since we've had an Ellie in our life. It's a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. It makes mealtime super easy, tasty, healthy, and it saves so much time. And I don't have to put any thought into it, which is honestly my favorite part. So they have lots of different things to choose from. Ellie started with the baby blends, which is fresh organic baby food from single ingredients. And she absolutely loved it. And then you can transition to biteables, which are like early finger food meals. And now we're in plates with Ellie, which are the toddler and big kid meals. They don't have any junk in them. She loves the hidden veggie mac and cheese. They also have like chicken nuggets, but they're all healthy with great ingredients. So you don't have to worry that they're full of junk and you can be proud of what you're giving your kids. 
Let's talk about the convenience. It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in your fridge and your freezer. You can pick the menu and change up what you order every time. Make this year's chaos a little more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks your kids will love. Go to littlespoon.com upside30 and enter our code upside30 at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. That's L-I-T-T-L-E spoon.com slash upside 30 and enter our code upside 30 for 30% off at checkout. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How great would it be to go back in time to when you got your very first paycheck and know exactly what to do with that, how much gets spent on fun stuff, how much goes in the bank for short-term emergency fund savings, and how much gets invested for your future. If you are getting your very first paycheck this summer, you've got an opportunity to jumpstart an amazing healthy financial journey. And parents, you can help your kids with this. When you sign up for Chime and link a qualifying direct deposit, you get access to benefits like getting paid up to two days early and fee-free overdraft up to $200. And with Chime, there are no monthly fees, no minimum balance requirements, and no deposit required to become a member. Sign up for your Chime checking account today to link your paycheck. It only takes about two minutes doesn't affect your credit score. So you get started right now at chime.com slash upside. That's chime.com slash upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC, early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits do apply. See chime.com slash spot me, S-P-O-T-M-E. 40 years ago, a couple named Tim and Melinda spent their wedding night at a, a hotel in Kansas City. It's called the Mulebach Hotel. And fast forward to this year, Tim was going through his wed wedding album and he found a gift certificate from that hotel. Maybe they gave it to him while they stayed nice. there. Maybe it was a per, you know. Like, so, come back soon. Yeah, come back soon. 40 years old. The hotel had changed hands and everything since then. Of course. Uh, but he picked up the phone and he called him and he said, hey, uh, I have this certificate that says that the um, person who has it can use it on the month of their anniversary to stay at the same, you know, stay at the room for the mm -hmm. same price that the, the hotel was charging on their wedding night. Um, that was $38 nice. and the hotel honored it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's now a Marriott hotel and they have honored the certificate. Good and job, Marriott. On Sunday. I love that. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is that dogs lick you. Puppies will lick their owners as a sign of affection or when asking for food. So that's the little guys. Once they're adults, licking becomes a sign of submission to an authority figure. Doggy kisses are also a way for your pet to feel better because licking releases endorphins that calm and relieve stress. Um, I will also add this because I have seen it um, and I'm aware of it now with 
Lily and Ellie. Licking can also be a sign of aggression. Mm. And if you look up YouTube videos and see how they do it, I've actually seen Lily do it to Ellie from time to time. She doesn't do it much anymore. She, um, but but when when Ellie first got mobile, I think we thought, oh, that's cute. But it wasn't. It was Lily saying, hey, you know what? Why don't you mobile your way right over to the other side of the room? <laughs> um so that's worth it. Worth a Google if you have little ones in the house because I definitely relocated. Okay, so forget that random thing. <laughs> Jeff, what else you got? <laughs> Your second random thing is uh, some words and phrases that are no longer um, around in the English language, but can certainly make a comeback. Include church work, which is any work that advances very slowly. It's mm. called church work. Grumbletonian is a person Love who, that one. who complains a lot. Um, the word corned means drunk. Oh man, you are corned this weekend. I like that one too. Marriage music is the sound of crying children. And my favorite, milk the pigeon. Ew. That means attempting the impossible. That's weird. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Milking the pigeon. Okay. And your third random thing for today is that, okay. I have major issues with this one. So I am someone that likes to write a good thank you note. And I was always taught that you write a thank you note after a job interview, after somebody does something nice for you, whatever. Um, according to workplace experts, thank you notes demonstrate insecurity and you're not supposed to send them. Specifically, it says that you feel you didn't perform memorably enough during the actual interview that you have to go back and like you know, huh. jog someone's memory. So concentrate on the interview, they say, and forget the note. Wonder what Ashley would say about that. It's an interesting theory. I can't help but wonder if it was written by somebody who is trying to get themselves in a better position to get a job. Maybe. You know what? Let me publish this article that says don't write thank you notes. I'll be the only one to write the thank you note. I'll get the job because I'm so polite. Suckers. And those are your three random things. Thanks for listening to the Upside Pass Cast. Peace to you.